0: Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, did trauma from one's past have something to do with a paranormal activity in their presence? Welcome to Real Ghost
1: Stories Online. Call in your Real Ghost Story now at 855-853-4802. Or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown. Possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Happy birthday to you. Oh, sorry. Didn't see you there. (laughs) The day that this episode is airing is actually on my dad's birthday. So happy birthday, dad. Well,
0: thank you, Harper. August 5th, 2021. Here we are. I will be perpetually... This age now forever. I'm not. I'm not no. changing my age ever again.
1: Well, if you do that, then I then it's all. And since <laughs> you're gonna be thirty-nine, mm-hmm. and I'm and my birthday is also in August, and I'll and I'll be nine.
0: Mm-hmm. You can be nine forever. I'm cool with that. It's a lot more exciting to to add numbers to your age when you get a little bit older. Uh, or, or, right, right now, as you get older, uh, when you get to my spot, it's more like, okay, can we stop this? Can we slow this down a little bit? Nope,
1: sadly, life is life. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be like a 50-year-old saying that you're...
0: Uh, People do it all the time, hard. and it's creepy and weird. <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> I'm not going to it's uh, real ghost stories online if you like our program keep us on the air become an extra podcast person sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com/ real ghost stories uh, get all the bonus episodes all of the uh, advanced content uh, the full archive our ebook our audiobook hey you know what I'd like for my birthday I'd like for you to become an EPP our listeners so if you want to get me a present, Become an extra podcast person today. I'd greatly appreciate it. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.
1: By the time that this airs, we're going to be in Disney. So please do that while we're in Disney. It'll be a nice surprise.
0: I would be very surprised to be like, "Wow, look at all this!" So yeah, like, look at
1: all these people. We
0: uh, we love doing this, and uh, this is really quite literally almost a 365 day a year job for me. Whether I'm on vacation or not, uh, I, I'm uh, I'm the one running the show uh, behind the scenes and all that. So uh, I love doing it, and if you guys like it, please do support the program. We do greatly greatly appreciate that. So yeah, what's going on in your world?
1: Well, um, I hit 100 and. 43 followers on TikTok.
0: Well, that's pretty cool. If you're not following Harper on TikTok, uh, she's at HLV961. Yep. HLV961. Yep. So you can follow her there. And uh, she makes some pretty funky videos. It's, uh, I, I she knows what she's doing with it. It's funny. Um, and uh, I like, especially like it when she does like the black eyed children ones where.
1: Okay. Okay. I post um two times a week. Mm-hmm usually tuesday and wednesday.
0: You have specific days? You don't just do it whenever?
1: I don't just do it whenever, dad. I didn't know that. I have a schedule.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, that's cool. You uh you, you need a schedule for things.
1: Yeah, cuz I can't just be constantly posting everything. Take a take like a month of a break and then go back cuz people cuz that's how you lose followers if you yeah. don't have a schedule.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how I do it. Cause I, I just recently posted something to TikTok for the first time in a long time. I just, I, I need more time in my day, quite honestly. I, I like it. I just, I, I need, I should do a schedule thing. I should do it where it's like, here's a certain time, certain, then I, I work better with that to make it happen. Like, I know we have to do these shows every week, we get them done every week.
1: So. I usually, um I usually do do my um, TikToks on Wednesdays. It would be at 3 p.m. or 2 p.m. Okay. And on Tuesdays, it's at 4 p.m. or 1 p.m.
0: Well, there you go. Now we know Harper's TikTok schedule. That's good. All right. Well, let's jump over to our first story of the day. It starts out um, here once I get uh, scrolled down to it. Give me one second. I haven't even gotten that ready. All right. So "Hey guys, writing in from the familiar land of meth heads, the Wizard of Oz, Wichita, They say my mom was abused as a child. And since that point, it has been followed by a shadow person. It seemed like I had inherited its presence in my teenage years. My most prevalent sighting was seeing the infamous hat man walk by a window on the second story of an apartment complex. But aside from that, it's been mostly peripheral sightings, which I cannot make out the figure, but I can see something. It happens almost daily. Fast forward several several years and most uh, mostly nothing. Uh, my new girlfriend, my now wife, we move in together. She has dealt with some abuse in her past, but it was not until we started our journey together that she too started experiencing shadow people. She saw it a lot, numerous times weekly. She'd wake up to it standing over the crib of my stepson. It would glide down the hallway and sometimes she'd wake up to it watching her from a corner. These were not quick sightings either. Sometimes she'd watch it for several minutes before it would disappear. More than her sightings themselves, though, I was more stunned by the fact that she said she was not scared of it, and it had not. that it had a nurturing feeling to it. Soon we discovered that we were seeing vastly different entities. After moving away from that home, it seemed to have not followed us, and we have been action free for the last five years or, or so. Well, until about a year ago. We had been living in this house for well over a year. We had not seen shadow people for some time now. It was all distant memory until things started happening again. I work sef- second shift and I get home about 2.30 every morning. Like most people, I need a cool-down period before I can go to sleep. So I'll spend a few minutes alone in my man cave. This night at probably about 2.45am, I saw an orb. Not on a picture, but with my own eyes. Not a small one either, like a softball size. I watched it move slowly across the room until it vanished. Me not really being interested in seeing that again, I sped walked to my bedroom where my wife was asleep to retire for the evening as I was getting undressed the blanket on the bed moved and let me try to explain this it was the corner of the blanket and it was folded over like one would do well, saving the page in a book I was looking at it and without any other movement on the bed the folded portion of the blanket unfolded itself right before my eyes since then some other things have happened My wife was taking a shower, and the faucet in the sink in that same bathroom turned itself on. Not once, but on two separate occasions. At exactly 3 a.m., a smoke detector went off, but not the normal high-pitched pulsating sound. It was way lower pitch and constant. The batteries were good, and it's never done it again. One other night, I woke up to my hair moving. It was a fly. I swatted at it, but it kept happening. Same small area of my head. It was not until I said aloud, please stop, that it stopped. On occasions, I'll wake up in the middle of the night for seemingly no reason and be fixed on our bedroom door. I'm thankful that I have not seen anything. Is it possible or likely that the shadow person we used to see so often could be the entity playing these tricks on us? Or is it more likely a different one, maybe one attached to the newer house? Thanks for the cool podcast. Hope is all is well with you and your family. Kenny.
1: So, for me, it sounds like three different entities. The orb, the shadow figure at the old or house, mm-hmm. um, and the entity at the newer house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which one is causing all this?
0: I think all, uh, mean which one's causing it at the new house? Yeah. I don't, I mean, it probably, I, I think the only way to really tell is to give it more time. Um, the one kind of had that warm feeling to it. The other had, uh, you know, more of a scary feeling. But then we're talking two different people, though, too, because I think, I mean, two different people can very much interpret uh, interpret a, uh, a situation very differently. I mean, we could both be looking at, uh, for example, I know you hate clowns too, but some people love clowns. One person could be standing next to a clown and go, oh, this is such a warm, happy feeling from childhood, and he's just trying to make me laugh, and that's good and happy. The person right next to them could be like, this thing's going to kill me in my sleep. (laughs) Very different interpretations of the exact same thing, which that can happen, I think, with ghosts too. If you see a shadow person, it all kind of depends on your outlook. One could be feeling warmth and comfort from it, maybe because it is a family member and there's that just genial connection that is there between those two people. And someone who may not be related to that family member sees a foreign shadow person that's there um, and could be very well freaked out by it. So it's it's hard to say that that, that was necessarily two different things, uh, be, just because it's two different people interpreting it Two different ways. I mean it could be a separate one, but it could also be the same one that is just being felt in different ways by different people.
1: I know, but like what I'm just responding to the clown scenario. Mm-hmm. What, what I would do in that situation. I, I would I don't death, know that
0: I want to know what you would do in that <laughs> scenario.
1: I would death stare you would, at the clown. You
0: would death stare at the clown? Yep. Do you think it would? It would. What? What do you think the clown would do other than try and like make you a a balloon or something and
1: pop the balloon in space?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You'd make the clown cry.
1: (laughs) Make clown cry. Now
0: that would be scary. A clown crying is kind of a scary thing. Yeah. There's like real famous pictures of that, where like paintings that people would hang in their house of like the crying clown. I forget what it's called.
1: Sad clown.
0: Is that what it's called? Is this called sad clown?
1: It's called the sad clown.
0: Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Yes. I, I don't have to like educate you on much because you're already like I know this stuff. I'm eight and I have the intelligence of a thirty year old. Yes, the sad clown. Um, but uh, it would be uh, you know that that that's just a creepy thing.
1: I know. Pop the balloon in the clown's face. Yeah. Like
0: he just tried to make you a puppy.
1: Like just <laughs> in my all. in my mind, I'd be like. Get away from me.
0: Yeah. uh, Either you like clowns or you don't. And I don't, I think you don't like clowns because I've told you from a young age that I don't like clowns.
1: No, I just don't like them because I don't like them. They're creepy as hell. But
0: you, but the thing is you never had a a situation or reason to develop that fear other than me talking about it. Like for example, I had a clown thing in my crib that was creepy and scared the hell out of me. You never had that. You never had weird clown creepy toys or a picture or anything like that that kind of developed that in you. I think you developed it just by getting the idea that clowns are creepy. And that's fine. I think a lot of people do that, too. But sometimes people develop the fear because of an event or because of a traumatic experience or a traumatic toy that their parents think is a great idea to put in the child's crib.
1: No, I'm just I have it because of the movie It. Have
0: you ever watched It?
1: I know. I've seen no. I've seen the cover of it, and it's already scary enough. And that's
0: enough for you. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: I'm not watching it.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the cover can do it for you there. Although you do like to have your random red balloon floating around the house, just. To you.
1: <laughs> that's even better.
0: Yeah. You, uh, you. You do tend to do that. She has. A, she, she tends to always have a red balloon that she blows up, and she just kind of taps it around the house to different places. It's like, where'd the red balloon come from? <laughs> like, that's nice, honey. This is how we do things in the brewski house. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's go to a caller and hear a real ghost story. Hi, let's hear your story.
2: Hey, guys, this is David. I am calling because I have recently been listening to your podcast on YouTube. It's very interesting, so... I know I don't have a lot of time, but I'm going to try to make it as detailed as possible. Um, Here it goes. So, as a five-year-old kid, not knowing a thing about the paranormal or anything at all, really. I was just a kid. We move into this mansion house. And when I say mansion, it was a big house. And I believe it was, it was constructed in the early, mid-1900s. And so, as soon as we move in, about a year in or so, year and a half, I'm already six years old. I start experiencing paranormal activity. And keep in mind, I did not know anything at the time. Because at the age of six, Who really knows? Maybe nowadays, but I sure didn't. So, I started experiencing the worst of the worst paranormal activity. And it's one time that I can recall that it began as I was watching TV in my living room. I was all alone. My parents were in the room door was closed and we had soundproof doors like everything the walls are soundproof you couldn't hear a thing so their door was closed my door was closed because my sister was in there and it was just me in the living room and I, i i was watching tv and i suddenly started hearing some things move around uh such as dishes uh some bags you know, crinkling uh, footsteps, you know, you name it. And I, I, for a second, I thought it was a rat. So I'm, I'm thinking, you know, what what's going on over there, you know? And I, I put the volume down for the TV, you know, just to make sure that, it was, you know, there wasn't a windows open or anything like that. So I, you know, second time goes around, all right, turn off the TV. I say, you know what, I'm going to go take a look. Nothing there. So this was the first time that I started experiencing these weird, uh, activities. And the second time around, I started, I started hearing, I started hearing uh, someone walk in the hallway and we had a long hallway, by the way, it was a very long hallway. And so you would hear that, that old wooden, you know, floor, you know, creak, And uh, this was late at night when I would go to sleep. And, uh, oh, gosh, (laughs) too many times I I just – I couldn't really – it was difficult to fall asleep. And, um, yeah, so that was the second time around I started hearing, you know, footsteps and whatnot. I wasn't the only one who uh, experienced these things, but the majority of the time I was experiencing those uh, paranormal activities, unfortunately, as a kid. My mother believed me. My dad was a skeptic. Uh, My sister was uh, among one of them that did experience a few things here and there, you know, while she was asleep. (laughs) Um, And uh, she understood me the most because the third time around, and this was the worst—I'm going to say the worst—the worst thing that ever happened to me as a kid. I was sleeping, and as you wake up, sometimes you know, in the middle of the night. You know, you just wake up, okay, go back to sleep. As soon as I try going back to sleep, I feel this huge pressure, this weight on top of me. And I couldn't breathe. I couldn't move. And I was face down. I was face down. Laying on my stomach. And I couldn't do anything. I couldn't speak for like about 40 seconds or so. And it felt like the longest time ever for me, and I was terrified I was terrified I didn't know what it was I didn't know exactly what happened, and I had notified my sister because she slept in the same room as me, and I asked her, hey did you did you feel anything you know uh, did you hear anything at all? I was trying to call you out I was trying I was saying your name, and she said no i just heard you right now move, you know, in the bed, but I mean, I really didn't hear anything. I, I, I'm i sorry, you know, like, what happened? And so I told her what happened, and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, you know, and she came, and she slept with me, you know, and uh, yeah, she understood completely because she had her sheets, you know, from her bed uh, be tugged at night sometimes, and you know, she would be like, what the hell, you know, what happened? So, you know, she wasn't as terrified as I was. She was. She's older than me, um, and I was the youngest there. So I'm just like, you know, what happened? What What was that? And so that was the worst thing that ever happened to me. I, I, people say it's sleep paralysis, and in, in, in reality, it's not. It's actually a, a demonic spirit. It's a dark, wicked being that um, that does that to you. So. I'm glad it's never happened to me ever since, but um, yeah, there's 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 several other experiences that I've had, but I don't have the time that to to say it here. But um, yeah, those were among the worst of worst experiences that I that I ever had uh, as a kid, as a six year old kid, um, not knowing what these things were, these beings. And, and that I was living among them. Uh, I'm not sure if I have enough time for one more. But I'm going to see if I can. Uh, I remember I was in the house completely alone. It was during daylight hours. and mother had gone across the street to buy uh, some groceries. Really quick, she said, don't move, don't go anywhere. And I was about, I think, seven years old at the time. And I was watching TV and then... You know, started doing my homework after that, turned off the TV, and I started reading my book that I had for school. And suddenly, I hear this this, this deep groan out of nowhere, just randomly. And so no one in the house, by the way, just me, Turn off the TV, and I just run out the house. And I, I wait downstairs, and my sister finds me, and she's like, what are you doing out here? And I just told her what happened and uh, yeah, you know, same experiences I had last time and and, and she's like, oh my gosh, I mean, it just doesn't, it didn't stop. It didn't stop. And too many nights, like I said, as a kid growing up um, in that house for 10 years I lived, it was a very difficult time for me. Um, But now I'm glad I'm I'm 27 years old and, and I understand what those experiences were. I know that the paranormal does exist, and, and there's dark entities, and there's, there's light beings. But, of course, those dark entities do live among us. So, thank you for listening to me, and um, I hope this gets on air. If it doesn't, it's fine. But um, I love you guys, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, thank you again. Thank you again for your time. Bye-bye.
1: Don't be worried. It's just the friendly neighborhood ghost doing your dishes.
0: You know, I know he jumps to demon really quick. And honestly, there wasn't a lot in that story that made me go, ooh, that's demonic. I mean... It's it,
1: not demonic at all.
0: I mean, it, there was... There's it, a ghost. There's something supernatural or paranormal going on there. But I, I do not necessarily go to the black and white of it's either angelic or demonic. Uh, there's very much, I think, the world of spirits that were people that... If you were to ask me what is going on with it, uh, I think in that house, it doesn't sound demonic. It just sounds like you got some mischievous type ghosts that are there. Um, but I, I don't get evil out of it. I think if it was evil, if it was demonic, you'd be telling, I don't know, I mean, the way that this story has affected you, I think if it was demonic, I don't know that you'd even be able to tell the story because I think it would be a thousand times scarier and worse so uh certainly a scary experience anytime you're you're experiencing those things but i do think it was probably a spirit of some sort
1: with him um not really able to move um you know that part where he wasn't able to move mm-hmm. breathe sleep paralysis
0: and ex- you're exactly i mean yeah you're right i mean there could have been something else sure but you know also the way that was described too you know, you jump to, but that's something demonic. Not always, no. I mean, our minds do that. That is a medical state recognized as to what it is. It's not always something that is paranormal at all. Our, our minds can simply do that to us without it being uh, involving something demonic or paranormal at all. So, again, there's, I think, a, a little bit of overreaction there to what it may be take that for what it is. I'm not trying to discount your story by any means because I believe it happened to you. I just think the conclusion of, of what you think it may be, may be a bit more extreme than what actually um, was yes. happening as far as the source of it. Thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at real ghost stories online. Hi, what's your ears?
3: What's up Tony and everybody else over there, at, um, real ghost stories. So, um... I've been a fan for quite a while, been listening for a few months, um, love the show, love everything, but yeah, I'm going to tell my story, um, so ever since I was little, I'd say I've noticed around like eight, ten years old, um, I've started actually being pretty sensitive about the paranormal, um. Practically, um, my grand, my great grandpa, he owned this apartment, two story apartment, um, downstairs, upstairs. And we had rented, rented out the upstairs from him and right outside our door was practically the attic door. Um, and that's pretty much just to throw any extra storage or whatever. Um, and actually forgot to mention that house or that apartment actually was located in um in our victorian area in our city of illinois um so just to mention that um sorry my butcher stuff haven't really done this but yeah um so ever since i've actually noticed things my first experience was probably yeah around 10 years old i um i would i would just be in the apartment um just chilling on my own sometimes i would be alone um i would actually hear footsteps coming like from the kitchen areas or like the bathroom um so that would like freak me out a little bit yeah, just little minor stuff until it pretty much graduated. Like, I'm not graduated, but escal- escalated. Um, like as in you would hear footsteps from the attic to go, and then appear. Not appear, but you could hear it from the kitchen. From the kitchen, it'll be pretty much in the front door, um, of the apartment. So like it would pretty much just move around. Um, there was one point where my I was telling my uncle, he was almost a year younger than me, hard to believe, but yeah. Um, he's actually making fun of me before, saying, "Oh, there's no ghost in the house. There's no ghost." Um, and as he's saying that, I had my mom, my mother right next to me, my brothers in front of me witnessed it too. As he's saying that. My eyes, out of nowhere, I didn't feel no emotion, no nothing. Um, my eyes had just started getting watery out of completely nowhere. And like my body kind of started shaking and it was odd because once again, like I said, I didn't feel nothing at all. And my mom looked over at me and had quite like, asked like, oh, are you okay? What's going on? I was like, honestly, I don't know why. She's like, your eyes are getting really watery and looks like you're about to cry i said that's weird because i don't feel nothing and as i'm saying that i started getting this really heavy like sadness like this sad feeling um it was really overwhelming i remember pretty much my uncle looked at me and said, you look actually different. Like you don't look yourself. You look really pale. Like you you look off and I could just say like, I feel really heavy. Um, and this, yeah, and we ended up saying like, Oh, let's go outside. Let's go see, like, let's just go take a breath outside. We go outside and automatically as soon as I step out of the house, it's just a complete, like flat feeling like everything just went away everything lifted off my shoulders um just a crazy experience with that um in that house I actually have a picture with um whatever ghost it was I believe it's a female um she is seen pretty much behind me just standing there looks like she's in a dress but I'm not sure I could send you the photo if you like um i also have many other experiences just i know this call is probably just a butcher because i've just never done this but i'll practice this i'll get another call in about other stories um because i'm currently still currently experiencing some stuff i don't know if i'm too if i'm really sensitive towards it or what i'm actually talking to a medium at the moment to be able to see what it is, to see if it's like a bad energy, if it's good or if it's just something else, um, but yeah, let me know if you would like to see the pictures or the picture. I only have one picture of it and I could also call in more about my current experiences or other experiences in the past, which are pretty crazy. Like growling. I've heard, I've seen shadow figures. So, let me know if you would like to hear that. Hope to hear this on a future episode. Thanks. Bye.
1: You know what I'm really looking forward to? What? When someone makes a story about gozer.
0: <laughs> From Ghostbusters? <laughs> yeah. Well, that wouldn't be a real story then.
1: I'm just making a joke.
0: Yeah, yeah. But we would love to hear more of your stories. So yeah, please do uh you know share and you can send them in and when you when you send in stories, uh you can always uh send the story in uh, to through our website and there's a way to attach a photo there too
1: um with the story and you know the at the at the pretty much beginning part where he says that he was 10 in the in the apartment Mm -hmm. and he heard footsteps what i (laughs) what i would do in that situation turn around instantly and run yeah run towards the sound though oh towards it with a knife,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you never want to run towards anything with a knife. Why not? Because what if someone came around the corner and it wasn't? It was just like somebody that no was not the ghost. You could stab somebody. So, so never run towards anything with a knife, okay? Okay. A little lesson learned there, uh, or a scissors. That's why we hold things like that. And you're very good about that. But even if you think there's a ghost, the the, the ghost is not going to. um uh, really... Uh,
1: I can scare it off.
0: I don't think the ghost is going to be scared by a knife. I, I don't think it's going to be that threatened by a knife. Now, if you had the holy water of the sage, that's holy,
1: holy water sage in my white eyes.
0: that There you go. That would be the combination that would scare <laughs> it. Like, it's a ghost, because they think you were a ghost with your white eyes that you do. But then you got the sage and the holy water. You confuse them, it'd be gone, just like that. It would be... That's You could be the Ghostbuster that way. There you go. That's going to wrap up today's episode <laughs> of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash stories. Get access to all of our bonus episodes, advanced episodes, and so much more. We greatly appreciate that. Until next time, for Harper, I'm Tony Bruski Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online.